The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rev. Aaron Cutler, the incredible Rosh Hashiva of the Lakewood Yeshiva, as well as an avid part of the Hatzalah movement of trying to save and bring back to life many of the survivors, had an issue, had a challenge. The United States was not allowing many of the refugees to come to the United States. And Rabbi Aaron wanted to bring the yeshiva bachim, the yeshiva students, back to the United States. They'd gone through Gehenim. It was time for them to get their lives together. And the United States also needed Tamirei Chachamim. They needed Torah teachers. And Rabbi Aaron was able to make an agreement with the State Department that a yeshiva bachim should have the title of clergy, of rabbis. And the State Department made an allowance and they let clergy into the country. And many Bachram made their way into the country through the Askanas and the efforts of Rabbi Aaron Cutler. The problem was that there was a group of Navardic Bachram that were stuck away somewhere in a DP camp, somewhere in the heart of France, and they had a very difficult time because the governor general of that area, including the DP camp, did not recognize them as Rabbanim, and he wouldn't let them, he wouldn't provide transit to the United States, and Rabbi Aaron was frantic. Rabbi Aaron found out that there was a Rav in Hartford, Connecticut. His name was Rabbi Rosenberg, and that he had a personal shaykhis, a personal kesher to the governor general of that particular district. So Rabbi Aaron contacted him, he called him in, he said, please come to me, I need to talk to you about something very important. And Rabbi Aaron asked him if he could please travel to, to, to France to try to prevail and to convince the governor general that he needs to let the Bahram go, they're rabbis and they have 100% right to, to travel to the United States and start over their lives. Rabbi Rosenberg, who was a, a generous fellow, said, of course I'll do it, but you know what? I have to go home, I have to take care of a few pressing matters, and as soon as I take care of those, I'll leave immediately. Rabbi Aaron said, no, this is a pikuach nefesh. It's a life or death situation. We need to get these Bahram out of Europe, and we need to get them here. I'd like you to take the next military plane to, to France. Rabbi Rosenberg said to him, but Rosh Hashiva, we don't even have a ticket. There was no residential flights. It was all commercial. It was all, it was all military. He says, don't worry about it. And he reaches into his desk and he pulls out a ticket that he'd prepared. He said to Rabbi Rosenberg, take this ticket and go to France and the Rabban Shalom shall help you be matzliach, your shliach mitzvah, the Rabban Shalom should give you success. Rabbi Rosenberg listened. I guess he sent the message home to his family, to his community. He got on the next military plane and they took him all the way to, to France where he met eventually with this governor general and he was matzliach. He was successful in convincing the governor general to uh, issue permits to allow these Bahrim, these Navardikar Bahrim, to travel back to the United States to continue their yeshiva learning at the start their lights over. And he said he would take care of things, it would take a week or two, whatever it was, and then the Bahrim would get their permits and they'd be able to leave to the United States. Rabbi Rosenberg had finished the task at hand, so he got onto the next military plane and he was heading to the United States back home. He'd finished his mission. He'd done what Abarn had asked him to do. Sadly, that plane crashed into the Atlantic and there were no survivors. And Nebuch, the Rebetzin Rosenberg, back in Hartford, Connecticut, gets an army message to say that your husband was on this flight. Sadly, the plane went down and there are no survivors. And she was devastated and broken. She quickly called her Byron Cutler and she said, what should I do? First of all, I'm an aguna. I'm a woman who doesn't know what the status of her husband is. Do I sit shiva? And she was frantic. And she shared with her Byron that her husband had crashed. And her Byron said, I don't believe it. Rabbi Aaron said, it says in the Gemara that shluchei mitzvah, that messengers for a mitzvah, einan nizaykin, they're not damaged, loy b'hali not as they're traveling to perform the mitzvah, but loy b'chazarasan, and not as they return. Rabbi Aaron said, it's not possible that he's dead. So I'm telling you, the army told me. Rabbi Aaron said, wait a few days. And sure enough, 
She waited a few days, and one day she gets a frantic call from her husband, and he says, I'm alive, and I'm in Canada, and I need money to get home. She says, how's that possible? I thought the plane crashed. And he shared that on the way they stopped in Paris, and I think he had a yard site or something, so he went to find a place to say Kaddish. He said he'll be back quickly, and he went to say Kaddish. By the time he came back, they didn't wait for him. The plane left without him, and there were no survivors. But he survived. Kashluchei mitzvah, people that go to do a mission, their agents, to do a mitzvah, the agents of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, those people have a special shmir, a special protection, and they're not damaged, not on the way there, and not on the way there. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.